Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, episode 146, When Love Dies and What to Do After, part one by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And I'm your host, Joss Marie. Welcome to the show where I bring you content from some of the best relationship blogs in the world. We cover marriage, parenting, family, dating, breakups, and so much more. So make sure and come on back every Monday through Friday to hear from a variety of different authors. Also, now's the time to sign up for Courtney Carver's year-long course on simple living because early bird pricing ends tomorrow at noon. There's a new topic every month and you may recognize some of the course contributors because we actually feature them right here on OLD Relationships, including Mark and Angel from MarkandAngel.com. Again, Early bird pricing ends tomorrow at noon, which is November 14th for those of you listening in real time. If you're not listening in real time, I apologize, but early bird pricing has expired. You can sign up for the course right at oldpodcast.com learn. And with that, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. When love dies, and What to Do After, Part 1, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. The essence of love never gets lost. Even when it dies, it transforms itself in the eternal dance of death and rebirth and rises like a phoenix out of the ashes. But those of us who were broken up with, divorced, abandoned, cheated on, and narcissistized, hold on to it firmly with both hands, stealing it away from death's cold hands. We don't let it die. We don't want it transformed. We want it revived. So, we keep holding it in our arms, talking to it daily, pretending that it's still alive, until it rots, becomes toxic, and poisons us. I was a tragic hero of love. Quote, it takes a remarkably short time to withdraw from the world. I traveled until I arrived at a life of my own. What really makes us is beyond grasping. It's way beyond knowing. We give in to love because it gives us some sense of what is unknowable. Nothing else matters, not at the end. Unquote. Damage, 1992, by Louis Moll. In 1992, Two years before his death, 
ingenious filmmaker Louis Mull created the ultimate manifesto for romantic souls, Damage. The movie portrays a high-ranking politician, played by Jeremy Irons, who falls in love with his son's fiance. During the subsequent tragic affair, he inadvertently causes the death of his own son and gets dragged into an obsessive downward spiral of love and violence. Years later, he ends up in a small village, alone and degraded of all his titles, spending his last days looking at a life-sized image of the woman he loves, depicted on the wall of his one-room apartment. For the longest time, this was me, sitting there, staring at the image of a long-gone past, feeling all heroic and sweet-talking to dead love. It's the ultimate romantic sacrifice, I told myself, slowly dying from this unearthly devotion for a woman, a love supreme that is both salvation and demise. I was a tragic hero of love. When love dies. The minute your partner dissolves the relationship, an unwritten law comes into effect. You have to kill your love as well. It is expected of you. While your partner doesn't seem to have the slightest problem with it, they may have moved on while you were still together. We rightfully stand up and shout, Objection! Our love is alive and breathing, and we will fight for it, tooth and nail. But as you are well aware, such a fighting attitude doesn't come without consequences. We quickly realize that unrequited love equals pain and despair and leads us to a dark path. Love doesn't seem capable of existing on its own. Like the creatures in Aristophanes' myth, in Plato's Symposium, it roams the earth looking for its lost half and its destiny. So romantic, right? But come on, is that really love? What true love really is. Do you remember this feeling at the beginning of your relationship? This overwhelming, all-conquering, indestructible, reality-altering, ultimate drug called love? Suddenly, everything makes sense. Your life, your existence, the universe, God. But again, you know it. How quickly can that all turn into its opposite? Which raises the ultimate question. Was that really love in the first place? Or were we just high on oxytocin? There are many forms of love. There are many forms of unhealthy love. Sometimes, the lines between these are blurry. Allow me to paint you a beautiful picture, a suggestion what real love might look like. Out of the many perversions and permutations, there is but one form that we all must strive for. Was your love really that? Let's see. Authentic love, a pipe dream? Real love is better defined as authentic love. Authentic love comes from a place of absolute self-love, self-awareness, and self-respect. It is pure in itself because it sees a partner for what they actually are, loving them unselfishly and unconditionally for it. The very definition also implies what love is not. All of these are signs of toxic love. 1. It does not depend on what your partner does for you or how they make you feel. 2. It is not a game of mutual blame for mistakes. 3. It is not aggressive, 
passively or actively. 4. It is not jealous. And 5. It is not a solution or a panacea for personal deep-wired self-insecurities. So, how realistic is this? Isn't it just a pipe dream? That is what most people think because they have never experienced it or seen it themselves. Today's divorce rates are still very high, despite the fact that they've been declining. The traditional concept of marriage changed over the years. Modern society, while connecting us globally and more efficiently, causes us to drift apart at the same time. People don't know what love is anymore. Love was corrupted, seen through a diversity of distorted reflections illustrated by various mediums, from trashy romance novels, to oversized wallboard advertisements, to Disney prints on a white horse fluff. Where is the kind of love that keeps two people happily together for their whole lives? Where is the willingness to make things work, despite the terrifying complexity of problems? The truth is, it's harder and harder to find. But why is that? Because love is too much of a hassle? Because we want things to be effortless and with no strings attached? Swipe left and they're gone? Are we tindering our love lives? The Mathematical Truth of Breakup Survival Quote, When your heart is in love, you're floating, weightless. But when you lose that love, you have to re-enter the atmosphere. And it can get pretty rough because you're just bouncing off one molecule and onto the next, ripping through them at such a pace that they just ignite and explode, until you find another heart that's doing the same thing, has landed and cooled. And then you start to float again. Jim Carrey When a partner leaves, there is an immediate mathematical imbalance. You, love equals one. X, Love equals zero. So, naturally, we are compelled to equal out the balance. Nature and all its creatures love balance. But when we fail to bring the love back to our acts, we realize that the only way to equal out the score is this. You, love minus one equals zero. This zero terrifies us, and rightfully so. But eventually, we must realize that this is the only way to survive and have a chance at happiness again, ever. Don't do this and you will stare at the picture on the wall for your whole life. It's sad to witness how many people don't get that. It is an essential mathematical and philosophical truth. The Post-Relationship Toxic Love Trap Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, When Love Dies and What to Do After, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I don't know about you, but I'm super excited to hear part two of this post. And just real quick again before we wrap up, for those of you who may be interested in Courtney Carver's course on simple living, you may want to look into signing up before tomorrow at noon. She has an early bird special going on until then. That's November 14th at noon. And you can sign up for the course right at oldpodcast.com slash learn. And that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and remember to come on back again tomorrow to hear part two of this post where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Optimal Living Daily.